Seems like only yesterday we were talking about 32 franchises fighting it out for the Super Bowl title, and now we are here just days away from the final game of the NFL season. It feels like it's gone by extremely quickly, but it's been an enjoyable ride with you two fellas. Smithy, I'll start with you. How pumped are you for the, uh, well, last day in February it is, mate? Yeah, it's been a very, very enjoyable season um, for the TDs and Threes family, and I am seriously looking forward to uh, diving into this Super Bowl because I think it's going to be one of the more enjoyable ones in recent memory. That's all we can ask for. And TD's here as well. A man who, whoever he tips in this Super Bowl, I'm going the opposite. How are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I feel sorry for uh, the poor bunch of guys that I'm going to pick, but I'm going very well. Thanks, Tess. Oh, boy. There we go. Let's get stuck straight into it, I reckon. And it's going to be just the game review, only a couple of new things, and we're going to be out of here. So if you can obviously tell from the timestamp, this isn't going to be our longest episode, but who knows? Maybe you like the shorter format in itself let's start with the Bengals fellas we're going to talk about ways that both teams can win this game and where potentially they can lose it let's start with the Smithy the epitome of a Cinderella story in the Cincinnati Bengals yeah genuinely a Cinderella story uh spoke about in our 60 second review for each team episode that came out so if you haven't listened to that go give it a listen but I spoke it's been popular I I, I spoke about the uh Bengals being the biggest tick out of any franchise this season um, coming off a four-win year last year and going into a Super Bowl. It's incredible. Um, I think their best chance to win is to put points up early throwing the ball. Um, I think they need to get Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd involved early. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey is a huge problem out there, but they have really good depth at wide receiver and three or four wide receivers who can make big time plays. So if they can get a few big plays, score some early points and put LA and Matthew Stafford on the back foot early, I think that's probably their best avenue to winning this game, in my opinion. Beautiful. I like it. TD, I know this is going to sound like a silly question, but considering he's only thrown for the four touchdowns so far in the playoffs, how much of this game rests on the man with the biggest swag in the NFL, Joey Burrow? I think a lot of it does. Um, I don't think the Bengals are going to win this game in a lower scoring affair. I think if they are going to win, they're probably going to have to put up 24 or more points, maybe somewhere near 30. So it's going to be up to him, not him alone. There's plenty of um, players on that offense as well. And I'm sure the defense will make some plays throughout the game if they are going to win the game. Uh, But it is, it's a lot of pressure on him in his first, kind of not his first season, but his first playoff season. And um, yeah, we're going to learn a lot about Joe Burrow in this, but um, yeah, it's a big test for him. Yeah, it genuinely is. I don't think the Bengals can win this without Joey B being the Super Bowl MVP, but the Rams have got plenty of weapons. We'll touch on them in a sec. What are you more most worried about when it comes to the Bengals in this game, Smithy? I think the thing that stands out to me is their offensive line um, against the pass rush of Aaron Donald and Von Miller. Um, Von Miller's done it before in the Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl MVP uh, back in 2015. Um, And I saw firsthand what he did to my Panthers, who in that season, our offensive line was arguably the best in the NFL. I think statistically, we were the best in the NFL. And he just single-handedly destroyed our offensive line and won Denver that Super Bowl. I know it's a few years ago. He's not the same player, but having that big game experience and we know how skilled he is doing it, 
he's going to be a big issue for them. And we know how much of a beast Aaron Donald is. Donald is. We don't have to um, go over it because everyone is really aware of how good he is. So those two are going to cause big problems for the Bengals offensive line, in my opinion. Do you agree, TD? Is that the biggest problem that the Bengals are facing here? But if there is a positive, I'll actually sort of segue into TD's answer. I think knowing that that's such a glaring sort of way to go, Smithy, and that's the way that's been talked about by all other media, that's what the Bengals are also planning for as well. So it's almost a case to be made that they're not going to get anything. I don't think that's going to surprise them too much. It's just the Rams going, hey, if you can beat them, good luck to you, because there's not many franchises now or even in the last few years that might get over them. TD, what worries you or what would worry you if you were a Bengals fan coming into this game? Yeah, it is that offensive line, um, and there's probably no other unit in this game um, that that could be well, that could cost a team the game more than this Bengals offensive line. They obviously gave up nine sacks against the Tennessee Titans and still won that game. I think if they give up nine sacks in this game, uh, it's over. There's no way they can bounce back from that. So I know they haven't been great. As you said, Daz, they're going to expect a lot of pressure. Aaron Donald, obviously, is going to be double, triple teamed even. Um, they're just going to have to do their best to protect him, and you're not going to keep him clean. He's going to get hit. He's going to get sacked. You've just got to make the players in between. And if you can keep the chains moving and keep the offense on the field, I think um, that'll go a long way for the Bengals. It's, I'll tell you what else is incredible as well. If the Bengals do manage to win the Super Bowl, they'll have won as many games in these playoffs as they won the entirety of last season, which is just <laughs> extraordinary if you want to talk about how quick a turnaround a franchise can make. Before we get to the Rams, we'll go at the middle of the show. The two teams is kind of the sandwich, but let's get into the Pro Bowl, guys, because... Anyone that's played the sport, it seems like Shannon Sharp especially, and anyone else has been lauding over the fact that the Pro Bowl and all these games, the skills challenges are turning into a bit of a junket. As fans, as we are in a a big-ass country at the bottom of the planet who's not around the NFL that much, but do enjoy it. How do you see the Pro Bowl and this sort of week, week off in a sense of, do you enjoy it as an NFL fan? I'll start with you, Smithy. I think... The first year I saw the dodgeball, I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. I I can watch this, you know. But I haven't watched the Pro Bowl ever. I've never watched the Pro Bowl in full. Um, I think I tuned in for a little bit when Cam Newton made the Pro Bowl back in the day or when one of the players I like made the Pro Bowl. I might have watched a quarter, but I've never watched the game in whole because – I, I just don't enjoy it as a spectacle. I think there needs to be a better way for people to be rewarded for their play. And I understand the player's point of view. Some of these players are going into free agency. Mm. How much would it suck to get injured in a pro bowl and affect your next contract? Some of these players have just stopped playing and are trying to recover from injuries. Some of them have been on in the off season for four to six weeks already. Mm. So I understand where the players are coming from, but the NFL needs to figure out a way to make this a better spectacle because it's a bit of a joke, in my opinion. All right, TD, how do you think the NFL can fix it and make it a better spectacle, as Smithy put it? I don't think they can. Um, It's never really been uh, very good. It's certainly been a lot worse in the last couple of years, and, and I think it bottomed out this year. It was just horrible. Um, a lot of people were saying it was two-hand touch. And there was a, I think there was a Mac Jones long touchdown run that was called back because the defender had two hands on him. Um, it was just embarrassing kind of for the NFL. But I really don't think there is a way to fix it. You can't really um, make the players want to play 
there's nothing to play for. I know in the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, the winning team, their conference hosts, so it gets home field advantage in the um, in the World Series. That's the thing that works for baseball. It wouldn't really work for the NFL considering the Super Bowl is always, you know, not at, or it's always at a, a random spot, I guess. But there's nothing to play for. These players, as Smithy said, don't want to get injured. Uh, I think they, they just have to scrap it and maybe, you know, start something else. I, I, I don't love the dodgeball and things like that, but it's I think that's more entertaining than the Pro Bowl. So if you can go a weekend of, of games like dodgeball, um, you could probably do something like that. But I think the Pro Bowl, you know, if I'm running the NFL, I am not doing it next year. I'll tell you what, I ain't watching dodgeball unless Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller are in it. Let me tell you, that's just <laughs> nonsense. But there is something that needs to be said about the NFL, considering the player with the most hits during the Pro Bowl weekend was Alvin Kamara, and he wasn't even on the field. But let's talk. There's Jeepers. No, but let's talk about it because I do apologize if anyone knows the person that was beaten because that would have been majorly insensitive to them. I understand that. But how's that for a loose segue? This is starting to get out of hand now. When you're combining ego with a lot of money and considering that the Super Bowl is going to be in Vegas next year and that's where the Kamara incident took place, I actually said it as a joke when the announcement came out that like, players aren't going to make it out, like, players are going to die. This might be a genuine shit show. And do the NFL need to read the tea leaves here, Smithy? I think they're in too deep. They can't take the Super Bowl away from Vegas next year. They just can't do it. It'll um, cause a, a massive divide in the league. The Raiders will obviously be extremely annoyed. They just can't do it. So there needs to be, there needs to be better education about how to you know, how to cope with situations like that. I think it all comes down to educating the players, training the players, mentoring the players and giving them the tools to be able to handle situations like this the right way and not get themselves, their organization and the league in strife. So they just, they can't move the Super Bowl now. They, they need to figure out a different way. Yeah, they definitely do. Is there another way? You can't just lock, I mean, adults up. We know what happened with COVID and I'm not making a distinction there. If the world is, you know, okay and players can get out and move around freely, they should. But um, what annoys me, TD, I'd love to get your take on this, is everyone goes, these are just exceptions. These are just exceptions. We know what happened with Henry Ruggs. There is a spectrum of things going down the drain here. Henry Ruggs' life is essentially, especially in the NFL, over. And depending on what happens, is over. It's only going to take one other player to do the same for yet another career to go down the drain. There needs to be accountability from the players, I know. But at the end of the day, Alvin Kamara is a hot ticket in the NFL. Henry Ruggs was doing really well. Who knows who's next? What needs to happen, TD? What do you reckon? Well, I think the first thing is there needs to be some sort of punishment for Kamara, and I'm sure there will be, but mm. whatever it is, it won't be enough. Um, they'll probably give him a fine, maybe suspend him for a game. I don't know what they'll do, but they really need to come down hard and and make a point that things like this aren't okay. And Smithy nailed it. That the players need to be, um, I guess, taught how to deal with these situations. It, it can't be that hard just to kind of, you know, turn away and just not interact. Um but, yeah, I think they really have to come down hard on Alvin Kamara uh, and then that'll kind of send a, a message to the other players. Um, I guess they'll know what to expect if they are going to get in that situation and, and it will deter not all of them, but it will deter most, I think. Tell you what, it's a hell of a team the uh, US prisoners are building themselves. You've got Deshaun, 
Alvin Kamara and Henry Ruggs. That's a hell of an offense. I hope no tight ends get in trouble soon. Otherwise, <laughs> well, actually, they might. We might pencil them in for a Super Bowl. Who knows? But let's move on to the Rams. Smitty, you're going to go first, mate. How do the Rams win this game? Who would look at themselves and go, we're definitely the better team? I think they would think that internally. The problem is, mate, when it comes down to one game, if you're 5% off, they're going to let this Super Bowl slip. And you've said it all year. They've gone all in. Yeah, they've gone all in. The way they win the game is they they maintain possession. They go on long drives, keep the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands and trust their defense. Uh, I think they need to establish the run game early. Uh, Cam Akers has had a few rough games in the playoffs where he's averaging like two yards per carry and things like that. They can't afford that early because the Bengals actually have a sneaky good pass rush. So um, if they get into second and 10, third and eight sort of situations where Stafford needs to throw the ball, uh, the Bengals could get after him. So yeah, they need to hold the ball. They need to maintain possession. Uh, I think they need to spread the ball early um, and try and not focus purely on Cooper cup. The Bengals defense is going to be zoned in there. So Get the tight ends involved, get Odell Beckham Jr. involved, get Van Jefferson involved, and just spread the love. I think if they can go on two or three long drives that result in points early, it's going to put all the pressure on the Bengals, and the Rams will be in the box seat to win this game. So that's how I see it. Absolutely love it, mate. You've ripped the piss. TD, how would the Rams come into this one thinking they're going to walk away with a win? Yeah, I think they can win it a few ways. Smithy um, talked about their offense, and I, I do think Odell Beckham's going to have a really good game this week. But I think their defense as well, we all know they can make big plays and they've got the big-name players. Um, Joe Burrow, as I said, it's his first playoff series. It's his first Super Bowl. And the same could be said about Matt Stafford, but um, you could just see a, a big defensive play changing this game. And I think the Rams' defense is more capable of doing that um, than the Bengals. And I just think as we touched on earlier, the offensive line, if that isn't, you know, if they aren't playing well and, and Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd and Von Miller can get through, um, I really see the Bengals not having much of a chance to be able to counter, counteract that. Um, but yeah, I, I just think the Rams, as you said, they are the much better team. I think um, they've got more talented players and they will, they are not going to go into this game thinking, knowing that they're going to win, but they're going to have a pretty good feeling, I think, going into the game. I like it. I've gone to Smithy for all of them, so I'm actually going to go to you first, TD. Share the love around a little bit. What would worry you as a Rams fan coming into this one who might let this one slip if it doesn't go to plan? How can the Rams lose it? What might happen that make it slip from their grasp? Uh, well, we saw a couple of weeks ago against the Bucks the way they couldn't hang on to a lead. They just didn't seem to have the killer instinct and couldn't put the Bucks away. Uh, we saw they fumbled four times in the second half or three in the second half and one just before halftime. I think that certainly is a way this game could get away from the Matthew Stafford led the league in interceptions this year. If he's not on and he throws a couple of early, not interceptions, but early balls that aren't on. And then later on in the game, he's trying to force plays. That's a way they could lose. So I think, um, I think, their offense not being able to perform is a way they could lose this game. And I wouldn't really be worried if I was a Rams fan. If that's going to happen, it's going to happen. But um, I certainly would expect them um, not to do that. 
Yeah, I like it. Smithy, what would you be uh, on the on edge about if you're a Rams fan coming into this one? Because as we know, mate, we follow a team down here in Australia who pulled off one of the biggest grand final upsets of all time a decade and a half ago. So it can happen, as we know. What would make the Rams very, very nervous? Yeah, it's the turnovers. It's the turnovers on offense. It's, um, it's that Matt Stafford interception. It's that fumble in, you know, your own 20 yard line it, it's it's the turnovers that have been a theme for the rams this year that would really worry um really worry their fans they can't afford to go behind the eight ball so if they're turning the ball over and giving joe burrow and the bengals a chance at points easily um then i think that's going to really hinder their chances of winning so um, I think the way they win the game and they win the way they can lose the game go hand in hand. It all depends uh, which way they go on the day. So all eyes on Matt Stafford, in my opinion. Bang, I like it. All right, so all we're going to do to finish off, fellas, is we're going to get a winner, a score prediction, and the Super Bowl MVP. I'm go first. I'm going the Rams by 13, and Odell Beckham Jr. is going to win Super Bowl MVP. I reckon he's going to go nuts. TD. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm going to go the Rams by 14 points, and I'll give the MVP to Aaron Donald. Bang, there we go. I like it, Smithy. Yeah, I'm going to go Bengals by three. Oh, bang, the boy on Money McPherson wins Shooter. it again. Yeah, and Shooter McPherson wins it. But then I think um, I think that Joe Burrow is going to win Super Bowl MVP. It's just all coming up Millhouse for him and the Bengals. So it does, riding... does have that feeling to it that the Bengals are just going <laughs> to yeah, have that I'm, fairy tale season. I'm just riding the train. I like it. All right, fellas, nice, short, sharp, succinct episode tonight, which we love. Can't wait for the review. And then as more off-season stuff develops, our schedule might be dropping down a little to everyone that's followed us throughout the year or jumped on board at any point. I'd just like to say a quick thank you. To be honest, a year ago from today, this was just a, a silly little idea, but this is actually episode 89 now, fellas, of the uh, podcast All Up. So genuinely flying, pumping our content. Fingers crossed everyone's enjoyed it. Smithy, you're going to sign us off in your signature style. TD, you've been good as always. I didn't pick the opposite team to you, so that worries me. But other than yeah. that, mate, you've been fantastic. Feel sorry for the Rams. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a good episode again. We'll get into the big time thank yous in the review, I think. But uh, we'll leave it short, sharp and succinct for tonight. Have fun watching the Super Bowl. Enjoy the game. We all hope that it's an absolute beauty. I'm tipping it to be one of the more fun Super Bowls we'll see in a while. So enjoy it. But until the review, stay safe, everyone.